0: Greenlight Network presents Football Time Hey, and welcome to the Ball time podcast we're here for our college football preview we're going to get into some conference usa and all the former conference usa teams in the aac our man dynamite david is with us once again to continue our college football preview series are you ready to get into some more college football previews dynamite i'll tell you what i was uh anticipating college football
1: this season and the more i get into it the more i dive into these conferences the more excited i'm getting mm. And I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the season to get here, but, uh, but first we're going to get through all these conferences and we're going to see what these two look like today.
0: All right, so we're going <clears> to <throat> kick it off, Conference USA, interesting conference, a uh, couple of really solid teams, I, I wouldn't go elite teams, but i go solid teams in here, ones you, you can't take lightly for sure, I, I think uh, they're probably about four or five teams maybe deep in here. And then it really, really drops off on that back end uh, there where uh, we're getting into some territory where it's really, really bad. But I I think those top maybe four or five teams really uh, can uh, play a little football. Yeah, really
1: top-heavy conference. I think top to bottom, uh, if you count the whole conference as a whole, I think it's maybe the worst conference in the country. Uh, But there's a few good outliers there that I think – but I I think there's going to be a lot of good money being made in this conference – Uh, Probably some good lines we're going to see, and I hope to capitalize on that this season.
0: Yeah, uh, I I think maybe, like, top-tier teams, we're talking about Marshall, we're talking about UAB, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe UT San Antonio, uh, probably a little better than the top end of the MAC, but I, I think overall... Uh, especially the you know east side of the mac I, I think they're a little bit uh probably deeper than uh this uh, bottom half of conference USA where it, it gets bad uh, yeah it gets pretty quick, quick. Yeah. Uh, that being said uh, a lot of them do play well at home uh, a lot of good home field uh, advantages for a lot of these teams so let's dive into it and let's dive into the favorites uh Marshall, thundering herd uh leading the way with an eight and a half win total here um They were really, really solid last year, seven and three. Uh, Their coach is no longer there. Uh, New coach, uh, really, that's about the only questions I have for them. I I think defensively they will be really, really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will be a solid offense. Uh, Maybe a couple questions at running Mm -hmm. back, but, you know, I I think you can find spots there. But uh, definitely uh, probably the – top-tier talent-wise in the uh, Conference USA. What are you thinking on the uh, Marshall, Thunder, and I, I,
1: I really like Marshall. I don't have them as my favorites. I've got them more as a 1B. We'll get to the other team I like here in a minute. Uh, but Marshall's really stacked. Uh, pretty much the whole team from last year, for the most part, is coming back. Uh lot of expectations on this team there's gonna be a lot of pressure for a first-year coach normally there's a grace period with a coach yes. coming in uh, I think Charles Huff's gonna be under a lot of pressure uh, pressure to perform with this team in year one uh, they've got really good defensive backs they bring back uh, first team conference USA yes. and Stephen Gilmore and uh, they brought in Clemson transfer Lee Anthony Williams uh, so I think their defense is going to be really solid and their offensive line uh, they're going to have a really strong offensive line. They're bringing back three three-year starters, yeah. so they have the most starts on the offensive on their offensive line in Conference USA. So, uh, defense and offensive line wins championships. Yes, so. that's
0: <laughs> and that's probably where I, I I'm so high on them, and and that's where I sort of uh, like running back questions. I don't worry because it's a little plug and play. If you have an offensive line like that, especially uh, in the conference USA where they can just maul teams and really push them around both on offense and defense Uh, really like the quarterback Grant Wells uh, really think he's a really solid player. I went over uh, on nine wins on that eight and a half year schedule wise. I think it's pretty solid. Uh, You know, really the swing game might be that Appalachian state game, right. You know, Really sort of weird Thursday night game, sort of midway into the season. I believe it's four or five games into the season. Uh, You know, it it just seems like a weird spot to have that game playing at Appalachian State. Uh, But I I think that'll probably swing it. Uh, There are a couple other maybe tricky spots in there, probably at FAU Mm -hmm. late. Uh, Western Kentucky, the last game of the season.
1: I'll tell you what I like here on their schedule, you know, beyond that road game at App State, they got UAB at home. They got yes. Western Kentucky at home. Uh, they've got pretty much throughout the rest of the conference other than at FAU, yes. it's a pretty favorable conference schedule. Uh, so they've got that going for them too. But that App State t- game is going to be rough, but that doesn't factor into their Conference
0: USA status yes. either. That that was the other thing. I, I think, you know, uh, <laughs> conference-wise et- – 270, I I think it's a pretty decent value because you're only battling with about two, three other teams there. They seem to have the easiest schedule of the ones I've looked at. We'll get into UAB's ridiculous schedule uh, probably pretty quick here. Um, And then, you know, if they can just navigate that Appalachian State game, uh, I, I think they hit that nine-win mark pretty easy. Uh, I, I wouldn't be scared to uh, put a bet on the Marshall over here. Yeah. Because uh, I, I didn't see a lot of trip-ups other than maybe that F- at FAU game. Uh, and, you know, then they can split, you know, those games versus the elite teams in Conference USA and Appalachian State and hit that nine-win mark.
1: I've actually got them down with an L um, at App State. Um, yes. And, and uh, still bottom – uh, bad year the rest of the way through, got them finishing eight and four. Mm-hmm. So I like the over here. Uh, I think at worst case scenario, you get that eight right yes. right, right around near the push. But I, I'm going to take the over here as well. Yes,
0: I, I think that's pretty good value there. Uh, what did you think of the conference value, plus 270? Yeah, I
1: I really didn't jump on too much of the yeah. the conference guys here just because – I like to get the good value picks yes, when I'm going down so. to see what I can get. And there there just wasn't a whole lot I liked here just because when you get down to the UAB and the UTSA, they're all sitting right around yes. two, 300, uh, which isn't normally the number but, I like to go
0: for. The, the only thing <laughs> I, I put there is essentially it's a three-to-one value. I put maybe three teams that could win this conference right there. Yeah, The value's sitting there, but I, I don't know if I actively go on it, especially since it's Essentially, ties up your money for uh, six months out of the season. Yep. But you know, I, I really think this Marshall team will be really, really interesting to watch. I think that September twenty third game versus Appalachian State going to be a good one. Uh, be interesting to watch that at Navy game. Little tricky spot. We'll get into Navy. I, I don't think they're as good as you know uh, they have been in the past, but. You know, I, I it's always tricky to open up with an option team like that. Uh, we're going to move on to probably our second favorites in the uh conference USA, and that's the UAB Blazers. Bill Lee returns once again with a great, great defense. I mean, we're talking really the interesting thing here is uh, both Marshall and uh, UAB, both pretty much totally built on defense, so it, it's You know, it's not these options sort of spread teams, uh, new age-wise. These small schools, they're building defensive-wise and sort of playing old-school sort of style of football. And uh, I I just can't talk about how much I like Bill Clark. Uh, I just think he's a great, great head coach, just a complete winner. Uh, I mean, you saw it when the uh, football team essentially went away for two years, brought them back, were expected to win like one game, ended up winning eight games that year. And, you know, he's good for – Eight to ten wins every year. He always has this team ready. Uh, The win total does sit at seven and a half, and you look at that and they're like, why? And and then you look at the schedule. Uh, Probably the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen to a football season. They essentially start out on the road four straight games to start out the year. I I don't think I've ever seen somebody start four straight home games and then – After that four straight road games, they play a home game in First Liberty. So if they can sort of manufacture that start, I I think they're okay. But uh, I I just had them barely going over at eight because I I, I just – I've never seen anything like that, starting four games on the road like
1: that. I've got them penciled in for three out of those first five as Ws. I think if they can manage that, I think they can get to that over and get eight wins. Yes, Uh, But that's going to be tough. Uh, At Georgia is going to be – really yes. tough I, I don't see that as a win i've actually got that in as a loss but i think they can get jacksonville state yes. neutral site uh, i think they can win at north texas and i think they can win at tulane yes. but those, that, that that liberty and georgia game yes. is going to be rough uh just being able to regroup after those and, yes. and, and taking care of the ones on paper and then even fau at home after liberty yes isn't, that's, a, that's 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 <laughs> not a lock either uh yeah. But you know, I, I really think the key to UAB's success is going to be uh, if Tyler Johnson can stay healthy. Yes, uh, we've seen the both the past two years he's been really good. Uh, but he he's missed significant playing time both seasons, and uh, they don't have a whole lot behind him as far as depth. So if if, if he can't stay healthy, they're going to run into a lot of trouble. But good thing is he's going to have protection. They've got all five starters back on the offensive line, and. Uh, They've got uh, Tyler Taylor, uh, JUCO guy that's going to be uh, looking – He's got some NFL potential a linebacker, so he's going to be anchoring their defense. I think so. I like UAB. I've actually got them as my well, one A team in yes. the conference uh, now. Uh, as far as win totals with that non-conference schedule, they could probably potentially be lower than Marshall. But I think when it comes to conference win losses, they could be the top. Yeah, top.
0: that's that's exactly <laughs> where I'm sitting here. Like, uh, I, I uh, not even like Jacksonville State. Their opener is necessarily a, a lock win Jacksonville State. Very, very. Good uh, subdivision team, uh, anybody who's watched them. I mean, that's going to be a tough game. I think they'll get that win. But then go into Georgia, North Texas, Tulane, Liberty. If they can sort of milk that schedule and come away with one, two losses, uh, the back end of the schedule becomes much, much easier. And they get rewarded. And other than that game at Marshall, uh, I, I think they can run the slate. Uh, only question mark really, but... Uh, They lost a lot of wide receivers. Now, this is a school that has sort of replaced wide receivers very, very well. Uh, So I I don't look for that to be much of a problem. You mentioned uh, Tyler Johnson's sort of injury history. If he can stay healthy uh, with that offensive line, I think the the receiver problems will be more than okay. And defensively, uh, I'm just – I'm looking forward to watching these guys play. I'm actually looking forward to that Georgia game because they'll be coming off that Clemson game. And if they don't take that serious, (laughs) I don't think they can lose, but they might be in for a (laughs) a little bit more smash mouth than they wanted for the second game after coming to Clemson. That'd be a swift fall for Georgia. Yes, it (laughs) would. All right. Uh, I I didn't get into the conference odds. They are around Marshall's 300. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, sort of same thinking as Marshall. Uh, There are probably three teams in there hovering around the top. Do you like those odds any more than you liked Marshall's? Uh,
1: The only thing I like, you know, between those two is, you know, Marshall gets UAB at home. Yes. Uh, So I I think that could play a big factor there. Uh, So... uh, but I, th- I think they're about the same. Like I said, 1A, 1B here, and uh, and, and now we're going to get to my sleeper team here.
0: Yeah, we are. All right, we're going to move on to Dynamite David's sleeper team. Now, uh, the win total here, pretty high for me, but uh, their schedule, much, much e- easier yep. than the UAB start. But uh, UT San Antonio, eight wins on the over-under here. Um. Really, really good team. They built it pretty well. I have a couple question marks in there. Uh, You know, quarterback would be my main concern for UT San Antonio. If they can get solid quarterback play, I think they could be hovering around your eight-win mark. But uh, I just – I, I'm curious to see what we get out of UT San Antonio. It's been always sort of a little bit of a mixed bag for them. Expectations have come, and they've never quite lived up to them, but I, I think this is probably the best team they've had in quite a while.
1: Well, you, wanna, you wanna, want you want want to me to tell you why I like the Roadrunners I like love them? the Roadrunners, and they're my pick to win the conference. I've, I've got them plus 300 to win the whole thing. Uh, they've got 21 starters returning. 19 of those starters were coaches all-conference team last year. Um uh, the uh, sincere McCormick, uh, freshman, all American running back. I, uh, he broke the roadrunner single game record twice last season and all four running backs, uh, including him are all back. So all their rushing yards are back from last year. I think he's going to perform really great. And uh, him combined with head coach, Jeff uh, trailer, who was a running backs coach at Arkansas SMU and Texas, he's going to utilize that running back talent. And, uh, if they can get some improvement from their defense, which they have all 11 starters coming back. Uh, so I, I, I really like them and, uh, now they do have some toss up games. They've got a road game at Memphis that I've got circled a road game at Western Kentucky, but they get UAB at home, uh, And their non-conference isn't too bad. I think Illinois is the toughest non-conference game they've got. And I've kind of got that as a toss-up. I think they could go into Uh, Illinois and and take them down. Well, I was
0: going to talk about their schedule here. I I mean, I I don't think I really had them penciled in for a loss. Automatic loss where I just write it down they're probably losing that game. Uh, Out Illinois is a little tricky, but, I I mean, that Illinois program is pretty much – Uh, just decimated right now. They're going to have to totally retool. So I I think actually UT San Antonio has more experienced players coming in and maybe even uh, especially skill position-wise on running backs and receivers. They're probably actually better than Illinois. In those positions, the quarterback play is mm-hmm. the one where you you sort of get a little shaky, but uh, defensively, I think they can hold up versus uh, you know a, a lower tier Big Ten team. So I look at that as a toss up game. Really, their toughest games I had highlighted were in conference. They go at Memphis, at Western Kentucky, at Louisiana Tech. Uh, those probably are the three. Sort of tricky ones that will determine their season. Can they win at a Memphis, at a Western Kentucky, at a Louisiana Tech? All really, really sort of tough places to play. All pretty solid teams. If they can hit that, they can definitely hit their over. I, I see where you like them. Uh, I-, I I went soft and I went push right at eight, so I couldn't I couldn't quite distinguish uh, where I was feeling. I-, I-, I saw that UNLV game also on there, and I, I just. I, I couldn't decide whether I like UNLV or not. You always hear the noise coming out of UNLV, and then they win two games a year.
1: I, uh, I've got them going nine and three. Uh, but I, I think uh, where they finish with that home, home game against UAB the next last week of the season – and that road game at Western Kentucky—that's going to really determine where they finish in the conference. But I like them getting plus three hundred for the conference. Yeah, and I like the the over uh, plus one hundred getting, yeah. getting getting some money there.
0: I, I just I couldn't pull the trigger on that one because I, I just I counted eight. I, I I could see your high. I could also see your low. Um, so I was just I'm going to be a loser. That's right at eight on that one. Uh, I I didn't love their championship odds at three to one because I I definitely think. There's probably a, I wouldn't say a huge drop, but Marshall UAB right there. Then maybe a little drop where San Antonio might be able to jump in there, but maybe not quite as high level as Marshall and UAB. So I didn't like that three to one, but they're on the real, real cusp of the three teams I think can, are definitely, there's a big drop off after UT San Antonio, I believe. I, I, I think I've some other teams could jump in there.
1: I've got but one.
0: I, I think there are, there's a drop off in talent. I've got one more,
1: I think, before we fall off. have got one
0: more before we think we really fall off. All right. We'll go on to our next one. And we're going to go down to Boca Raton, the Florida Atlantic Owls. Willie Taggart Taggart. in his second season here. uh, I think the man's. Pretty much been all over Florida. Uh, I know he's been at South Florida. I know he's at Boca Raton now, and I I, I believe he had a fun stay at Florida State for uh, I believe about a year. So, uh, interesting team here. Um, seven and a half wins seem pretty high. Yeah, buddy. I did not see that. I, I really had him way under this. I, I I just don't see the quite the talent on this team, but. Uh, You know, uh, they won five games last year, coming off a a big 11-win season the year before. But I I just think the talent's dropped off. So I'm curious where you sit because my number was way off on this.
1: Yeah, I I think, you know – Willie Taggart needs that offense he can utilize for the way he likes to play. Uh, and the biggest talent this team has coming back is defensive talent. They they really don't have many offensive pieces here. Uh, quarterbacks are kind of so so. They've got decent running backs, but their receivers are awful, uh, and their line's not great. Uh, really tough road schedule. I think uh, they've got Florida on the road, uh, Air Force on the road, UAB on the road, and Western Kentucky yeah. on the road. And I I I just don't uh, I don't see them going in and getting wins. Those road wins. And uh, and they they host Marshall. I think that's another loss. Uh- but I'm just not big on this team. Not, not just yet. I think it might take another year or two for them to turn around, but uh, I'm definitely going under here by at least a couple games. Yeah, under that I, I think
0: Willie Taggart will find talent here. I, I just think there's a little bit of a, a, a drop here from uh, the teams that they've had, where they have had a couple of guys who have been really, really good high level players, NFL, low level to uh, a couple of real NFL starters, but I just don't see it on this team. Uh, you know, you spoke defensively. They probably will be pretty solid, but, I I don't think they're up there with the teams we just talked about in Marshall, UT San Antonio, or UAB. I I think there's a drop defensively there. I think their defense is solid. they got some playmakers, but I I don't think they have the stingy-like defense that these three teams we talked about before, and they're sitting at the win totals the same area as theirs. And actually, I thought their schedule was pretty tough. You open at Florida, uh, you know, that Georgia Southern game, That's a very good Georgia Southern team. Mm -hmm. They play an option. That's not going to be fun to play the second week coming off at Florida. Uh, Going to Air Force, once again, another option team up in the cold mountain air. I'm not sure that's going to be all that fun for those guys out of Boca Raton. Um, You know, and and then at Western Kentucky in conference at UAB, uh, you know, you get Marshall. It, It just seems like. I, I didn't see eight wins there. So I, I was way down on them. I had them under and had them hovering around like five wins. So yep. That's I, what I've, I've got them down yeah. for five as well. So that's why I was so stunned at the number being so high, but, uh, I, I just, I couldn't talk myself into it. And speaking of that, uh, conference I at plus 600, no. I, I was no, no way there. I didn't see really any, any value at all in uh Florida Atlantic. So, uh, Seven and a half wins. I, I don't think they get there. I, I'm a little down on the Owls uh, of Florida Atlantic. We'll move on. Uh, I think we're going to go to a team both you and I both liked uh, a little bit last year. Uh, a little sneaky. Uh, probably not totally on the win-loss record, but they 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 were fun to uh, bet on when they were getting points. Because uh, that defense was really, really stingy. But they did lose a, 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 a lot of their guys from... You know, they're one of those teams that didn't hold over a lot of those, I guess we're calling them super seniors or whatever. But uh they're at five and a half wins. But I do think they also bring back a, a, once again will be pretty solid uh, on defense. And uh I really love their quarterback. So
1: well, I'm curious where you sit in on Western I, Kentucky. I'm a big fan of Tyson Helton, and I think uh some roster turnover may be good in this case because he's gonna get more of his guys in there. Uh Big fan of Billy Zappi. I think he's going to do really well in that offense, and I think they're going to thrive. I I actually really, really like Western Kentucky, and uh, I've got them plowing through their schedule pretty good. Uh, You know, tough road game at Michigan State, uh, but I think it's winnable. I've got that as a toss-up. They host Indiana as well. Uh, So I think if they can make it past that non-conference, two and two at worst, Uh, I think they can get in there and uh, uh, get some momentum going into the Conference USA schedule. I really like them. Uh, Big game to finish up the season on the road at Marshall. Uh, But I just think this offense is going to be really potent.
0: Yes, uh, that's what I was going to say. I I think they will be good. And this is actually the team I had above Florida Atlantic. I have them on seven wins here on the five and a half on the over. So I I think they'll be really, really uh, better than what people think they will be. I enjoyed their sort of uh, crescendo. Through uh, the year, as you know, they sort of bottom out there after uh, Brom left, and then uh, they've sort of built back up uh, piece by piece. So I, I just really like this team. I think there's a lot of solid talent that they in that area too that they can recruit from. So a, a good sort of second tier, uh, you know, small school team. I say small school, they're a pretty big school. Um, but I,
1: I've got them worst case scenario going eight and four, yeah. but I, I've actually picked them to go 10 and two. Do you? I, I think they're going to be a 10 win. Team. Yeah.
0: the uh, I had a couple of questions on their schedule. Um The second week they go to army. I, I I just, I don't, you know, you never know with that, how they're going to deal with the option going I mean, to army. Army's not going to score no, more than 14. That's points. correct. <laughs> <laughs> but they might hold the ball the whole time while scoring that 14 points. And then uh really the only, Concern, concern uh, about uh, something like a ten and two season was that end of the schedule. Uh, the middle, pretty easy after you get past Indiana. I, I mean, I'm not even Michigan State. I put that as probably a pretty even game. I, I don't see much out of Michigan State this year. But that last little stretch where they're at Rice, FAU, at Marshall—that that's a bit tricky there to close the season. But I think, like you think, if they come in, you know, with maybe one loss. They can probably uh, split that and have a ten to two season. Uh, so Western Kentucky, pretty. Oh, I think we're both pretty high on that five and a half over. I didn't sure.
1: mention. I actually, uh, you know, we were talking about conference odds. Yes. I like the thousand. Well, I was here. gonna
0: ask. Are you big on I, that thousand? I'm, that one's a little. I like more that nice. ten. Ten to one that is that really good. Ten to one, a little more <laughs> nice, especially when you think. They're probably the fourth best team. And actually, we both believe they're the third best team yep. in the So getting 10-1, to 1, I, I think Western Kentucky could be a, a pretty decent uh, bet there, both conference-wise. Uh, but I think we're both big on that five and a half over. I think they both hit that pretty easy. I think they easily – even if they have like a bad year, get to seven wins. So uh, pretty low number for a team I think we both think will do well. We'll move on to probably the team that uh, we were most interested in. We we couldn't quite place them. We didn't know if to make them good, to make them bad, or what to do with them. But we're moving to the rice owls. A uh, lot of uh, birds of prey flowing through uh, this conference well, here. Well,
1: I like these owls better than the ones <laughs> in Florida Atlantic. Uh And, you know, I was big on this team in basketball, and I really, really want to like this football team. There's a lot I like about this team, but I just look at their schedule, and it is probably the most brutal non-conference schedule I see in Conference USA. That's right.
0: Uh, Their uh, win total is at six wins, um, and you're not going to like me here, but guess what? I pushed right at six wins. (laughs) A lot of pushes in the uh, Conference USA conference, but uh, my, my sort of notes on this team were, don't do anything great but don't do anything bad. They're sort of just a solid football team. I, I don't think they can beat elite teams, but I don't think they will lose to the bad teams in Conference USA. So I, I just didn't quite know where to put them. Win totals at six. I sort of counted six wins. So I'm curious where you came in on that. Well,
1: they're, they're well coached, but it's just it's hard to get that that elite talent to a, a school with high standards such as Rice, and this schedule is tough. Uh, I wanted to have them hit me over here. I've got them going between five and seven to six and six. Yeah. So I'm going to take the push as well here. I think they fall right in on that number. Uh I don't really like the over or under. If I had to pick one, I would take the under here just because their schedule is so unfavorable. They've got at UTSA, at UAB. uh They host Western Kentucky, but I think that's a loss too. At Texas, Houston, Arkansas. And uh really the only winnable non-conference game they have is Texas Southern. Yeah,
0: that's what I put one when- – one true win on the schedule mm-hmm. where I was like, they will definitely win that game. And my main concern on this Rice team is, if you look at their schedule at Arkansas, Houston, at Texas, Texas Southern, Southern Miss, at UT San Antonio, at UAB. I mean, theoretically, going to that North Texas game, they might have one win. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you think they'd beat Southern Miss, but, you know, it it, it could very easily be like a – one and, you know, 17 going into that back end of the schedule. And then you get to that back end, and I I think they could probably roll through that other than maybe a home game versus Western Kentucky, which will be a little bit of a toss-up. But uh, if you're you're going one and six, one and seven, what does your motivation become? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Especially when you've just been sort of beat up for the first, you know, six, seven games of your schedule. That, that just, that at UT San Antonio, at UAB, essentially to open your conference season just seems like a big, big whammer. So uh, I think we're both just confused with the rice owls. So we went with our six push. All right, uh, we'll move next to the aforementioned Southern Mississippi. More birds of prey. The Golden Eagles, their win total also sits at 6 Now, I didn't like Southern Miss all that much. I I was a little down on them. I'm curious what your thoughts on Southern Miss were uh, coming into this season. Uh,
1: I think they're going to be a little bit better. They had a really rough go of it last season, losing their coach What two games into the season. And then losing their interim coach another week after that. Uh, It was just pretty much hard to salvage anything from that. Uh, But I think they've got some decent talent coming back and uh, I like their new coach they got in Will Hall. I think he's a good offensive coordinator, a good offensive mind here, and he may be able to get some excitement going at Southern Miss.
0: Yeah, uh, I I don't know if they totally restock to play at a level where they can get over the six Mm -hmm. wins, and that would be my concern. Um, But I I, I will say I do like Frank Gore Jr. So uh, when you can hand him the rock, uh, I, I think this is right at the middle point where teams under Southern Miss are really, really bad. Southern Miss might be able to beat all the really, really bad teams. I don't know if they can quite step up to the level of the teams we've uh, probably discussed the last, you know, four or five teams. But uh, I'll be very interested to see what the new coach does, Will Hall. I also think he probably will be a pretty solid coach. And then, uh, you know, you got Frank Gore Jr. Hand him the rock, right? And uh, see if you maybe could spring a win or two. Because I-, I did have them at – Five, like five wins. Yep. So you're right off that six number. So maybe they sneak one in there and then you're going over. I really didn't know what to do with that uh, Troy game. Really confused me. I think it confused me when we went over Troy the last time. <laughs> so uh, just didn't know quite where to put them.
1: Well, I've got them. I think, I think they're kind of right around – same talent level maybe a little bit better offensively uh than rice yeah uh, but i think their schedule's a little bit more favorable in mm-hmm. rice so i think if one of these two teams is going to pull the over i think southern miss is more likely mm-hmm. uh but i just like you said that troy game's a big question mm-hmm. uh and they play at rice yes. so, so that could be a big swing game but uh i think they can i think they can beat like the bottom four or five teams yes. in this league and, and but uh, again i like the push here uh but I'd, I'd be more inclined to take the over here than yeah
0: you. i think uh probably what concerned me is all the sort of beatable teams on their schedule. They were all going to, you you mentioned at Rice, you mentioned at like UT San Antonio at Louisiana tech at middle Tennessee state. Those are all teams you, you think they'll be able to play with and they're going to, and you just don't want to really gamble on those kind of games where some teams going on the road to win a conference game, uh, especially in these parks, because a, a lot of these teams have really, really good home field advantage. It's tough to go on the road to win, especially on, uh, I think, a handful of these games will be Thursday, Friday night, uh, you know, nooners. And well, that's never fun.
1: And now that we've dropped down to this bottom tier of, of, of the conference, which I, I think is, you know, the two-thirds of the conference is the yes. bottom level. I think we're going to get a lot of cannibalization, uh, teams winning ones they're not supposed to, teams losing ones they're not supposed to, and that's going to really... Uh, get a clear distinction between those top four and the bottom half. Uh, so it's going to get really murky once you get yeah. past. Uh, well, I was going to say, game.
0: I don't even know if I'm balanced here. I'm like over and unders because I, I was just going through and trying to remember who I had cannibalizing who in this uh, little bunch here. I'm like, did I have them winning this game or did I have them winning this game? So at the, some point I was just like, yeah, whatever. We'll see what I think the number is and see if it's pretty good. We'll move on to our next team. Uh, we'll go further down south and go to Louisiana Tech. Uh Skip Holtz uh, back again for, I I think, his ninth or 10th year. uh, Always uh, a pretty solid team. I I don't think they've ever, you know, really been great. But, you know, they're pretty much seven to 10 wins every year. Um, Their total sits four and a half wins uh, this year. Uh, I I was a little disappointed in them uh, last year. I I thought they'd be a little better. They were not. uh, I went over this, and my note has one word. Law. I, I, I just, yeah, I, 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 I don't see a ton of talent on offense. I don't see a ton of talent on defense, but they win their games. And it, it, I, I, speaking of home field, it's very difficult to go into Louisiana Tech and win games. So they always have that home field advantage. So the number four and a half, I was like, they kind of win five, six games, even if they're really, really bad. Well, they've
1: got a really good offensive line, but uh, I don't see any. Spectacular uh, skill position guys that are going to make any explosive plays. Uh, okay, quarterback and Luke Anthony yeah. uh, may be able to get it done. I've got them right at four wins, yes. so I'm going to be taking the under here.
0: Yeah, I, I had them. I at think six.
1: I think the swing game for them going over could be that hosting Southern Miss. Yes. The next last game. Yes. I
0: think that's. I think that was <laughs> where I was like. Their final three: Charlotte, Southern Miss, at Rice. Those that, can go will, either way. That, that will determine whether they hit that over, they hit that under. And I was like, eh, skip always has them, yeah. you know, somewhere in there, they hit their six. And that's why I was a, probably a little higher on them than Southern Miss because I trust them because they've done it for so long at hitting their number. And I just thought four and a half seemed low. Even if I don't like their talent, they win games and they should win their home games that are not versus the elite elite of this conference. So uh, we're going to go next, uh, really drop we're, down. We're
1: getting to the ugly um, ones now.
0: Uh, now, granted, I always have had a soft spot for this team since they've moved in to uh, the Division One ranks, but uh, <laughs> they've always been pretty bad, other than some uh, fun offenses uh, from time to time. So uh, Old Dominion, three and a half wins. Um, I just don't see a lot of talent on this roster. I don't see much on here. They're coming off a terrible year where they were one in eleven. You know, usually they could find a way to win four, five, six games and have a couple fun ones where they throw up a sixty on you. Uh, That did not occur last year. Uh, So. uh, what can Ricky Rain do in year two?
1: I, I am hammering the under here as hard as I can. I think at most they get two wins. They just, they have nothing. They have a, a, a good wide receiver, uh, but that's really all I can point to yes. on their team that's any kind of good. Uh, they just really struggled, not a whole lot of experience coming back. Only three defensive starters returning this year, and they're just going to get obliterated. Uh, I see Hampton. I've got that pencil in as a win and, and just, You know, other than that, I'm looking through their schedule and I just don't know. Maybe UTEP. Uh, Uh, I think that's going to be the battle for the basement there. Yeah, that's
0: that. I had three games they could win on their schedule Hampton at UTEP, Charlotte. And I went under two because. I don't know if they're going no. to UTEP and winning, um, especially since I assume that game will be at a, you know noon. When well, they and they, <laughs> and they have to pass, hit the four so. to hit that yes. over, and they're not going to get yes. four wins. And that I was really shocked. It was that high. I I didn't know if. Wake Forest was really, really bad. I will admit I haven't gotten into my Wake Forest preview, But I was like, Wake's usually in that eight-win mark and sneakily contending for the uh, crappy side of the ACC. So I, I I just didn't quite understand that three and a half. I went under two wins here. I, I just don't see it this year. And I, I didn't like what I saw last year. So I, I, I'm a pretty solid under, even on something as low as uh, three wins on Old Dominion here. All right, we'll move on to our next one. North Texas, the Mean Green out of North Texas here. Uh, Their win total sits at four wins. Um, I want to like this team. Once again, this is one of my always sort of – I kind of like them. Yeah, But – Uh, the only thing I saw on this team was a quarterback. Yeah, they Uh, got probably one of
1: the best in the conference. Well, that's what
0: I was going to say. I I think they might have the best quarterback in the conference. Um, The problem is uh, I I don't think anything else is the best, and it all might be bordering on the worst, including their offensive line. So uh, I, I just don't know what we're getting out of the mean green. That being said, if you have a really elite quarterback in a conference like this, maybe they sneak some games out. I went under. I'm curious where your
1: thoughts are. I was hovering right at that four-win total. I, I think if I had to pick, I'm, I'm going to go under here, and simply because they have nothing in the trenches. Uh, both offensive and defensive line are really struggling. They've got some tough non-conference games at Missouri, yeah. and they're hosting Liberty. Uh, I, those are definite losses for sure, and I don't think this quarterback can carry them by himself to, to five wins. Yeah,
0: that I, I was more concerned if he gets hurt. You're really, really dropping down to really bad territory. So I went under as well. I went two wins on them as well. I think you're seeing where I think all the wins are Mm -hmm. at that top. I I think they're going to beat up on these teams really, really good. So uh, look for the quarterback play. Uh, if He becomes really, really elite. They might sneak a couple more wins, but I don't think they can hit that number. Uh, So uh, I'd stay in a way. I thought four was just way, way too high. Uh, Next up, we're going to move to Middle Tennessee State. Um, uh, It's an interesting year for Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Rick Stock still in his 16th year there, he's been there a while. Technically, I think they've underachieved a little bit for his career. They they've had some loaded teams, and mm-hmm. they never seem to win quite as many games as I think they have should. A couple I thought have been really disappointing, but uh, this is not one of those better teams. Well, we we
1: just what talked happened? about North Texas' uh, struggles online, and uh, Middle Tennessee. I think the struggle is even more. Yes. Uh, their mm-hmm. offensive line is absolutely mm-hmm. atrocious. I think Middle Tennessee's had some good good years. Uh, I think they're in the past. I think uh, still could be uh, could be on the hot seat this yes, year. Yes, I, I was. Uh,
0: I, I had that in my notes. I was like, if this goes as bad as I think it yeah. is going to, because I had them under three wins here. And yeah,
1: I've got the under mm-hmm. as well. I, I I think this is the worst team they've had in a while. Uh, typically, they're kind of up there in that level. Louisiana yes. Tech yes. is that. Uh, but they've fallen back and now they're at the bottom of the pack. And I, th- I think it could potentially cost them his job. Well,
0: that was the other thing I, I had them under three and that was given that Connecticut win, which mm-hmm. I, I assume it will get, but going at Connecticut on mm-hmm. in mid October on a Friday, I, I'm not hundred percent sure that's going to be that fun a game to play. Uh, we'll be sure to tune in that one. Be yep. sure to watch winning daily as both me and dynamite. dynamite think, uh, <laughs> on that uh, Friday night uh, game. But uh, I would be concerned, really, Uh, this might be it if Rick you know, goes yeah. really bombs out here. So I, I look for a pretty down year at Middle Tennessee.
1: We're flying through these bottom teams. We are under, looking, under, under, under. Well,
0: there's not a lot to talk about on these uh teams. Uh the middle Tennessee didn't even have the good quarterback. They have an okay one. Uh we'll go next. Uh this one I'm a little intrigued with, but I, I don't fun to watch. I go under again. Uh the Charlotte 49ers. Uh, I, I I always like this team, really like Wheel Healy. Uh mm-hmm. my notes were. As with previous teams, defense, always a question mark, They're, looks to be poor again. <laughs> I, think, I think it's the
1: worst defense in the conference. Uh, they've got a good quarterback play. Their offense is actually yes. really exciting. Uh, but,
0: back in the uh, good old days, uh, Charlotte and Coastal Carolina used to play each other and would uh, literally play 70, 60 games. Uh, no one would play defense, but... They were very interesting to watch. A lot of explosive plays out of there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I think if they're going to get any of these uh, wins uh, to get on this over, they're going to have to play some defense, and I just don't see it happen. I'm going to hit another under here. Yeah.
0: Uh, Sadly, I went under. I tried very, very hard, and uh, I I think I was being kind in giving them four wins. I've got them at three. I I wanted (laughs) very, very badly. I wanted to at least get to that push territory. I don't think I could get to the push territory. I think I was being kind at the four uh really uh if i didn't have such a kind heart for charlotte i probably would bet on this under because I-, I think highs five's just a little little bit uh too high but they are entertaining to watch so if you're bored uh they will play a lot of games during the week uh tune in that's fun to watch that game on a friday <laughs> could be interesting yeah Dad, david might uh <laughs> put up a 70 on a but he might give up 40 so uh We'll move on. Uh, I I think this is my most curious team towards the bottom of the pack here. Uh, Butch Davis returns for his fifth year. I I don't know if when he got hired, we thought Butch would be there for a fifth year. I think he was going to try to use this to springboard into a a bigger job, but uh, he returns. Mixed results, really. Uh, A couple good years in there. Uh, Last year was really, really bad. I I don't know what you read into last year's. Uh, Their number sits at four and a half. I thought it was a little low, but uh, their schedule's pretty tough. I'm curious where you think uh, Florida International sits Well, if they
1: can avoid losing to an FCS team, that'd be good. Uh, They had a rough one last year to Jacksonville State. Uh, But uh, I just – this is another one. I've, I've actually got them kind of around the same boat I've got Florida Atlantic. Yes. I think these are very similar teams. Uh, I like Butch Davis, uh, and I think they they can get some kind of offense going. Their, yeah. their defense is solid, um, but uh, offensive line is good. It's the skill positions. Can they get somebody coming Well, that's
0: what I was – I think their line's good. I think their defense is solid. I wouldn't call it great. I I don't think they'll be able to stop good teams, but I I think they can hang with those uh, bottom Mm -hmm. tier teams. Definitely uh, stop them. Uh, But I, I moved them over because I assume they can find skill position guys. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they're sitting, you know, dead in a heartbeat of literal every grocery clerk down there was probably once a skill position guy that so was probably pretty good at some point. So I, I I know they don't have them on the roster, or we don't know they have them. At least we haven't seen them. But I'm assuming they can find a handful of skill position guys. Like I said, that offensive line is really, really, probably the best thing they have on that team. So – I went over here. I, I went over to six wins. Now, I you know, I was juicing it up and probably giving them a couple wins they might not get, but I, I definitely could see it on their schedule. I thought their schedule was pretty soft. Uh, you know, the only real, real loss is at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's you, a
1: bunch uh, of the ones that yes. you can look at and flip a coin. Yes,
0: that's a, the at Central Michigan game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I probably gave them a loss, but I, it wouldn't be like. The biggest stunner in the whole, whole world if <laughs> they went to Central yeah. Michigan and one. F A U.
1: Yeah, you
0: know, that's a toss-up. Charlotte at home. Southern Miss. You know, uh, the at Middle Tennessee, at Southern Miss games, mm-hmm. I, I thought would be the Turner. If they yep. could, you know, sort of sweep those two road games in conference teams, they're probably a little bit more talented then. But uh, depending on how the season goes, uh, can they get those? Can they get over the four, get to the six? Or – do they sort of just, you know, wow? Well, and, uh, well, how do they come off a 0 and 5 year
1: I've actually got them over as well. I've got them no. at five wins. Uh, I think they're going to get just over. I don't have them quite up as at six, as like you, but I think they're going to be right in that five win, just like FAU, uh, kind of, they're going to be right in that middle tier. Yes. I think, uh,
0: the, the four and a half, I, I wish it was four. If it was four, I bet it really heavy because I, I think they're guaranteed, you know, four wins, but, uh, to go that five, six, it's just going to be a little tricky and sort of depends how injuries in the season unfolds, uh, be interesting to watch them. And, uh, last but not least, uh, the UTEP minors, uh, I-, I think this is probably the worst talented team on the, uh, conference USA, but, uh, I, I think their schedule's pretty easy and their defense, uh, I-, I will say is not the worst in conference USA. So, uh, I actually have them going over those three wins, no. basically on their pretty soft schedule. Uh, but I'm curious where you see Utah.
1: I've, I've got them at three, yeah. just under. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is another hot seat situation. I think uh, Dana Dimel is uh, really close to being out. He's had uh, two one win seasons. Yes, I think uh, did a little bit better last year, uh, but uh, I just. But my thing is, is if you fire him. Where are you going to go? Yeah. I, I think they're kind of in a no-win situation here. Uh, but I, I don't see them getting the over. I
0: see them getting right at three. Yeah, I, I pushed it to four. I, I just thought there are a handful of, uh, you, know, you know, toss-up games at, at New Mexico State to, you know, go to the New Mexico game. I, I just don't know what to read into those. So, you know, that's just – bad football all around and probably some random fumble or very bad play on some special teams is probably deciding those games. So, you know, I I sort of pushed that they probably had at least like five winnable games on there. You know, do they win all five? I don't know, but there were five on there. The number sits at three. Uh, I'm not overly impressed with their talent. I don't think they're a very good team. Uh, They will probably get murdered by the likes of like Boise State and uh, UAB. (laughs) But uh, I think when they're playing those bad teams, they might be able to at least keep themselves in games. But yeah, you mentioned uh, the coach probably hovering on the hot seat. So if they're sitting in a bad place in the Mm -hmm. middle of the season, I I think that's going to be, you know, shut down city. All right. uh, That's Conference USA. I think we all move on to the old school conference USA there we go. and on to the AAC. So, uh,
1: no divisions anymore, no
0: divisions anymore. Connecticut uh,
1: has moved on. Connecticut has uh,
0: moved. I don't know if they moved on. I, I think they were pleasantly let go, <laughs> but we'll move on to the AAC, uh, conference. I, I oh, yeah. really like AAC and I really like watching AAC football. I, I, I loved watching it for a while. Uh, you know, this is just sort of a emergence of really sort of really good teams that couldn't find a conference and uh, some leftovers from the old, uh, you know, Southwest Conference. So uh, I, I, I'm i very interested to see how this one plays out. And we'll kick it off right at the start with the Cincinnati Bearcats uh, sitting at 10 wins. That's, that's a lot of wins. Not a lot of margin for error. Uh Probably, I, I'd say, one of the five best defenses in college football.
1: Yeah, uh, and I love their quarterback in yes. Ritter. I think he's underrated. I think he uh, performed really well last year, didn't get enough attention that he deserved. Uh, and and the Cincinnati team, I thought, uh, got uh, kind of a bad rap last year. I thought they were one of the better teams yes. in the country. Uh, and this season, I think, I think it's going to uh, be a really, really uh, a good year for Cincinnati. I look at that November 12th matchup. Yes. Sir. At UCF. I'm excited about that. Uh, but I, I, and even that opener uh, at the, against uh, Miami of Ohio, I yeah. think that even could be an interesting one. Uh, well, I that,
0: think we'll see really uh, my only question on them is sort of explosiveness. Uh, yeah. They're, they're a pretty buttoned down team. You know, uh, they, they don't take a lot of it chances. I, I know you probably are living on Cincinnati teams from, you know, 10 years ago that, didn't play any defense, this team, scored a ton of points. This is pretty much the complete reverse. Yep. They're pretty buttoned up. They mm-hmm. play a pretty tight offensive style. I, I do think the quarterback, it, 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 it might be better to let him open it up a little bit. Uh, you know, they, But their defense is so good. I, I don't know if you can even take chances with it and you just drag their wins. I, I, that game at Indiana, at Notre Dame, that two-week – well, it's actually a three-week stretch because they have a bye week, but those two games right there pretty much determine if this team maybe can leap into that mix of, you know, maybe slip into the playoffs. You know, I- I'm not 100% sure they will let them in. They probably could go 12-0 and and beat every Big Ten team, and they might still find an excuse not to let them in.
1: think. F- I, th- I think with the right scenario, we could see a team in the playoffs out of the AAC this year. Yes.
0: But I, I think Cincinnati is sort of a big enough profile to where they might uh, let them in if they can get that win at Indiana, at Notre Dame, and then Indiana would go on and probably be the second, third best team in the Big Ten. Uh, you mentioned that game in October versus uh, Central Florida. Should be a really, really barn uh, burner game up. Uh, Conference-wise, the only ones I see that are really, really tricky, they somehow get a nice little uh, beat here, uh, home road games. uh, At Navy, maybe a little tricky, but Navy I don't think is very good this year. At Tulane, Willie Fritz always has his guys there. Once again, that's sort of going back-to-back option offenses, which is never all that fun. But, you know, at USF, at East Carolina, those are nice road games to have for the AAC when – uh, you might hit a couple more teams that we're gonna get into that would be much tougher games to hit.
1: Yeah, I think I think, you know, not getting is a big plus. Uh but I uh I look at this, I think that UCF game is 50-50. Other than that, I've got them running the table yeah. in the conference schedule. Uh I think they could split uh between any and Notre Dame. So I'm actually going to take the over here. I think yeah. I think they're gonna make it out of this regular season with just one loss.
0: Yeah, uh, I went under, but it, it wouldn't be a I'm I under bet I'd make. Uh, I, I think that actually that 10 win number probably about perfect. They probably split an Indiana Notre Dame game. Uh, you have a toss up game with Central Florida there. A- and then the one game, I, other game in conference, I scared at. Uh, though SMU is going there, uh, SMU might be a little mm-hmm. tricky, especially towards that end of the year. You never know where health and uh, stuff lies. So uh, I think we're both on the same page here. You uh, went. Over, I went under, but I think we both are right, right where we think they're going to be on that uh, 10 win markup. Conference wise, I, I didn't see any value here at minus no. 200. That no. is not worth any time, especially as we, I, I, think there's probably a little bit of a line after Cincinnati, but I think there are three or four teams in Mm -hmm. there that just as easily could hop in there. And, uh, if you, if you're having pay money to to win, I'm not sure that's great value, especially if it's being held up for five months. So, uh, we'll move on to the next team in this conference. I'm big
1: on this team. I think
0: we're both big on this team. I've always been big on this team. So, uh, really, uh, probably the best team in Florida for the last, uh, 10 or so years, if you want to start looking at things. So, uh, anyway, central Florida, nine and a half wins, yep. um, a lot of wins just right off Cincinnati, but, uh, actually I, I, I thought their schedule, um, bounced pretty easy as well, just like mm-hmm. Cincinnati. And they don't even necessarily have those two, uh, tricky games, uh, at Indiana uh, at Notre Dame. Uh, there's where, the, the first one is, of course, the big one, Bo- Boise State. Uh, that'll be there. And then at Louisville, uh, I, there's no telling. Oh, one year they were good. The next year they were bad. But uh, they're coached well. So no telling what you're getting I, from that. But conference-wise, I, I thought they got a nice little schedule here. I think you've conference.
1: got three uh, three toss-up games in, on their schedule, Boise State, uh, Cincinnati, and SMU. Yes. Uh, with, with both that Cincinnati and SMU games being on the road. Uh, but I, th- I think there's a high potential for them to run run the table and and potentially get into the conference championship game, uh, which I see as being a rematch against Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, but I can see this UCF team going undefeated. I just yes. I really like Gus Melzon coming into this situation. He's really good at uh, implementing his system quickly, and I think this is a very talented roster. And I'm interested to see what he can do.
0: Yeah. Uh- the only uh, notes I have on here that would be sort of downfalls, they probably need to retool a little bit at wide receiver. Uh, but like we talked about, I mean, they will retool at wide receiver. And, you know, in four months, we'll be talking about, you know, the next guys that have come up from Central Florida that are great wide receivers. We just don't know them yet. So that doesn't concern me too much. As always, a little bit the defense, but they've been able to first – forced turnovers uh, for so long on the defensive end. That sort of balances things out. Mm-hmm. If they can continue doing that, I, I think this will be an elite team. Uh, last year they didn't do it quite as well, which is why they sort of dropped to six and four. But uh, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, I, I think every one of those games was like a one-score game. They blew a couple of them. So, you know, yeah. it, 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 just a weird year yeah, last all, year. All, but
1: All three losses last year yes. were in one score. So uh, they were right there.
0: Yeah, uh, I went. Over right at 10. I, I think them in Cincinnati, right there, I'm, pretty much on the exact same. I,
1: I really like this over here. I think they get at least 10.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, uh, will be fun to see what Gus Malzahn, uh does there, uh, especially when he probably wins more games than Auburn will. <laughs> and funny enough, they're uh, the coach that replaced him with his team. So, uh, fun little uh, six degrees of separation there. Uh, we're going to go next to probably our most interesting team. Uh, we loved them last
1: year. I, I really enjoyed them. I picked, I picked them quite a bit, yes. I
0: think. Uh, Tulsa, yeah. six wins on the year. Uh, this sits dead in the middle. Oh, I, I just I, I couldn't find where to put this. I think their defense will be very good. Now, granted, they lost two very elite defensive guys. They lost
1: Uh, to Collins, a first-round draft pick linebacker. I think he was the quarterback in the defense. I think that's a big loss. And I just, you know, they were bad for two years prior to last year. Uh, They had a good season last year in a very weird year. Is that an outlier, or is that trend going to continue this year?
0: Yeah. That's the other thing with this team. If you follow their trends, they win eight they went three, they went 11, they win like two. It's just, a, it's always, you never know totally what you're going to get. So I, I tried to figure where do we sit here? I think their defense will still be good. It might not be as elite level, but I, I think it probably won't be like Cincinnati's level, but I think it will be a very solid defense where they still can shut down a lot of these other teams in uh, the AAC Offensively, That's where my question mark is. Lost their starting quarterback. Lost their starting quarterback. We don't know what that is, but maybe the guy who replaces him is good. It's an unknown. And that's where I I get a little nervous because I don't know know. unknown. But I do think some of their skill position guys are pretty – I wouldn't call them, like, explosively great, but I I think they're solid. So it was just really hard for me uh, to get a read on this. I went over seven, but I have no confidence – where this team will lie.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm taking the under here. I, I just, I, I look at that schedule, that at Oklahoma State, at Ohio State. I think even that home game against Arkansas State could be tricky. Uh, you know, they've got at Cincinnati, uh, the big the big 50-50 game that could be a decided they go over under is that at Tulane. Yes. I think they're right around the same talent yeah. level. Uh, but I, I'm going to go under here.
0: Yeah, but, I think that was probably where I, I didn't know what to do with them. I, I might have gone over just because a lot of their big games are at home. That might've pushed me over the edge. Maybe they steal one or two of those because they're home games. But, uh, you know, you could easily tell me they're going to win four games. They're going to win three games. You can tell me they're going to win seven games. They're going to win eight games. I I just don't know quite where it falls. Hard team to read, but I do think their defense will be solid. So I don't think they'll have trouble with the uh, sort of lower end teams of uh, the AAC. So I think they will win those. I I just don't know if they can sort of squeeze wins out. of uh, Like they did, they got a couple wins last year versus a couple of the really good teams in the AAC. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they can do that again this year. All right, next up, uh, one of the powers of the AAC, the Memphis Tigers. And they sit at a pretty high win total as well. Eight wins for the Memphis Tigers here. Uh, A little bit different of a Memphis team. Uh, They're going to be based on their defense. Yeah, it's going to be. I don't know if they're running attack, which uh, – probably is not going to be all that great, uh, which has probably been good for about 15 years now as they keep unloading backs into the NFL. But uh, I do like their quarterback. I think their defense will be good. Uh, I'm curious where you see I see these guys sitting.
1: This is not the Memphis uh, I've, I've, I've come to learn uh, and know over the past 10 years. Yes, they're, a little, they're a little different. Uh, but I, I'm really not big on this Memphis team. I think they're going to have a lot of trouble. I've actually got them uh, – losing to the Roadrunners in you. week four UTSA. Uh, Mississippi State's tough. I think at Arkansas State could be tough. Uh, I just, I don't like the schedule. I don't think they've uh, they've got quite enough to repeat uh, the success they had last year going uh, eight and three, yes. I think it was. Uh, I don't think they're going to get there. And I, so I've definitely got them going under the eight wins.
0: Yeah, I, I had to admit I had them under two. I have them right around uh, probably seven, eight wins. I, I think that's, uh, i probably lean more towards the end of that's why I went seven. I, I thought their schedule was really, really difficult. I, the Nichols State game aside, uh, going to Arkansas State, I, I think that'll be a win, but that's not an easy place to play. That's also a, a sort of rivalry game. Uh, you know, Mississippi State, uh, I, I don't pencil it necessarily as a loss till we see what Mississippi State is. But, you know, that'll be a tough game. You talked about UT San Antonio. Uh, at Temple is never a fun place to play because I guarantee you that's going to be a noon game in an empty NFL arena. And uh, let me tell you, many of teams have been tricked up by the Temple noon game in an empty NFL arena. So uh, uh, at Temple, then they go at Tulsa, at USF, at Houston. It, it just, it really is a, a difficult schedule. So I, I think the talent's there. We'll see if it comes together, it, you know it's hard to wrap your head around a Memphis team that's been so dominant offensively for the last five years. It's totally sort of gonna flip-flop here. Their defense is going to be really solid. I don't know how well they're going to run the ball. I-, I do like their quarterback. I think they will be able to hit you know plays in the passing game, but uh, I-, I just uh, it's more of a wait and see to where this team falls. I don't think they're quite on the level to uh, maybe be in that uh, top top mark. Uh, and I think the odds reflect it here at 900. Yeah. I, I just don't think that's probably a, a bet I'm willing to make. I don't think I bet on the under, but I, 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 I don't know if they can hit that eight-win mark. All right, we're going to go to the University of Houston. Uh, Dana Holgerson has yep. essentially pulled a Philadelphia 76ers and tanks for two years to try to get this team uh to this level Well, he's had transfers he's had transfers
1: he's had red guys red shirt and just and give up on seasons to save their eligibility uh but you know they've been through some rough 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 patches here uh so I think he's kind of gotten a pass here uh he's not going to get a pass this year
0: well that's what I was going to say this sits at eight and a half I have them going over I think they will be really good but uh it it also doesn't stun me one I, I don't love Dana Holgerson. I think he's sort of a – I thought he underachieved at West Virginia, let's just say. I think he's had some success in this conference. Yes.
1: Uh, And I think uh, we're going to see what he can really do this year. I think he's kind of pretty much just uh, cashed in on these last two seasons and and really banking on a lot of these returning guys that have sat out the past couple years. Uh, and I I am actually really big on Houston this year. I think they could be uh, right there below Cincinnati and UCS yes. at the top of this conference and, and and maybe even get an upset here, here or there. Uh so I'm definitely gonna take the over the eight yeah. and a half uh, here. Uh and uh I actually like the value at fourteen hundred. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. Uh they have essentially pulled the Sixers in take two years to mm-hmm. build this team up for this season. A lot of pressures in on Holgerson, because I think if they do bad, he's probably gonna get the boot. But uh I have them at 10 wins. I think they're going to be really good. I think they can contend with both the Central Florida and Cincinnati. I think this is the other team that sort of jumps up there at the top of the AAC. I have them going over that. I love the value at 14-1 to here.
1: If I was making
0: conference bets, that would be one of the ones I actually wouldn't mind my money holding because they do have the championship game. So if they get to that championship game you can sort of manipulate yourself where you're always winning money there. And at 14-1, really, really good value. Uh, Weirdly enough, I still think their skill positions might be a little weak. I think their defense will be really good. I think their quarterback is really good. But I I don't know if they're going to be quite as explosive enough uh, to sort of be able to threaten a Cincinnati. That would be where I get a little nervous. Uh, They might be able to threaten like a Central Florida, but, To score points on a Cincinnati, that makes me a little nervous. I did think their schedule also broke out pretty nice. Well, they're not playing Cincinnati or Central Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Until Uh, the championship game.
1: So what I think would be really frustrating is if you have a one-loss Cincinnati, a one-loss UCF, and an undefeated Houston in the conference that goes to the championship game and knocks off one of those two, and then you have a one-loss team kind of sitting there in in limbo – But I I think Houston could be right there with
0: them. Yes. uh, A couple tricky games I saw in there. I I think that at Tulane on a Thursday, going to be a little difficult. Uh, They should be able to handle it, but that's never fun. And then uh, USF at USF, probably not a fun game to go to, even though I think we'll talk.
1: I think another team that could challenge them is SMU.
0: Yes, I I think SMU. I I just didn't have that quite penciled in because I figured that one home game. They'll be a little bit safer. All right, uh, we're going to get to our boys at Tulane, the Green Wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie Fritz, uh, favorite of mine, always a solid coach. Six, seven wins every year. They're at five wins.
1: where they can run the ball.
0: They can run the ball. And sadly, I- I'm way under on this one. Really? At least... Just- very difficult for me to say. I, I think you know how much I like Tulane. I think I've been telling you Tulane's always tricky. Yeah, I don't get on them. And then this year, I just looked at their schedule. Their schedule is not easy. <laughs> uh, this
1: this is one of those teams that is always right around five hundred. Yes. They're six and six, seven and six, six and six, five and seven, six and six, year in year out. So it's really tricky, especially when you look at that over under sitting at yes. five. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them the over. I You're think gonna, they're I think they're gonna get to the six. I think they're solid enough, uh, and I think they're gonna get enough of those 50-50 games uh, and and win probably two of their four non conference yes. games, uh, and I think they can get there.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think this is why it hurt me so much uh, being so down on them this year. Uh, I, I wouldn't bet on it because they do end up winning five six games, uh, but sometimes you also just trust your numbers and my numbers were like. They aren't going to win a lot of games. This schedule looked difficult. You know, at East Carolina, I think we'll get to them. I don't think either of us have yeah. a clue what's coming out of there. Uh, You know, Houston at SMU, Cincinnati at USF, Tulsa at Memphis. I, I mean, we talked about Houston not playing any of those teams. Essentially, Tulane has them all lined up. Yep. And then in non-conference, they have Oklahoma and Ole Miss. And I'm just like, this team is going to get battered. But uh, if there's someone. You may I, be
1: as well. Yes.
0: If there's someone I trust, uh, Willie Fritz would be one where he can manufacture five, six wins. So I wouldn't bet on it even if my numbers told me to uh, take it. Uh, but that also just might be love for Tulane and Willie Fritz. Love the green wave. All right. Uh, moving on. SMU. Sonny Dykes. I know. Sonny Dykes. I, I think this is the uh, conference of coaches I love. Yeah, I like a lot of the coaches in <laughs> this conference. The only one I don't like, I think, is Dana Holgerson. And I, They're the ones who I have being a sleeper. through the whole thing. But uh, SMU, six wins. Sits on that weird six-win six mark. Uh, once again, you know, I think they'll be a good team on offense. Defense, I don't know. If it's solid, I think they go over that six-win mark. Yep. If it's poor, uh, I think they could hit an under. I'm, I just didn't know where to sit. I gave them seven wins, but I was also – this was my kindness. I was mean to late and I think I did the two back-to-back. I couldn't be mean to yeah and uh, yep. uh, the
1: SMU at the same time. I'm, I'm actually right around that seven, eight-win yes. window. I think the big games to look at are the at Louisiana Tech, yes, at TCU, and at Memphis. Uh, I think they need to win two of those three yes. to hit this over. Uh, it can be done, and I, I actually I think that TCU game is going to be really. Yeah, good. that's uh, always a fun one. Big big rivals um, there, uh, but I I'm going to trust in Sonny Dykes here. I think his system's running well. Uh, he's starting to get things together, bringing SMU back. Yes, and uh, I think they're going to get the over.
0: Yeah, uh, I went over. Uh, you know, and uh, like you, mm-hmm. I I think my over was based on them getting those uh, two wins out of that little stretch and just really, really tough games. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, that back end's pretty hard too. At Houston, at Memphis, Central Florida, at Cincinnati, Tulsa, they need to win in the middle of the season because that back end, it it might (laughs) start a very bad waterfall uh, down the train. And if you're trying to, catch to those six wins at that point uh, every week is going to be a fateful week for you because you're like we don't get a break but uh I, I just love Sunny Dykes on offense uh, I love watching their offense play and if they can just get some solid play on the defensive end I, I think they can get to that number all right moving on uh, we mentioned them a little earlier what to do with East Carolina? Well,
1: this, this is another coach I like, yes. Mike Houston. I think yes, he's, I a, know. he's another know. really good offensive mind. <laughs> uh, I, I I think their offense is going to be improved, but
0: uh, we like them till they all go to the big time schools and then bomb out and have to come back. <laughs> uh,
1: I think they've got a really tough opener going. Uh, well, they actually they host App or it's a neutral site, neutral uh, app, app State, uh, and then South Carolina. And at Marshall. So they could potentially start the year 0 and 3 right there. Uh, and then you've got an easy home game, Charleston Southern, but then you turn right around and got Tulane and UCF. Uh, you're looking at maybe 1 and 5 yes. to start your first six. So getting over that 5 uh, is going to be really tough, especially when you've got at Houston and Temple and at Memphis yes. and Cincinnati yes. in your last six. Well, that's what I. So. Uh, I'm, I went I'm, over. I'm really on the fence here. I'm I'm going to go push or an under if I yes. had to take. I, I think four to five wins is that window that they're going to yes. fall in. Uh, they could surprise me. Like I said, I like Mike Houston. I like the way he runs his offense. But I just uh, I don't know if they've got enough weapons to get it yeah. done.
0: this I went over, and I will say I was being kind. I was giving them wins. I don't think they will.
1: They're, their offensive and defensive line—they need to find some consistency yes, and I, uh, and get some strength. There. I,
0: I was gonna say, secondary-wise, defensively, I think they can find you know pieces to put it together and hold some of those poor teams. I, I'm a little nervous offensively whether they—I I do like Mike Houston, but they can find you know room on offense versus you know your Houston's, your Central Floridas, your Marshals. That you know that Marshall game just is like. Why are you playing Marshall and Happy State in your (laughs) non-conference? You know, uh, this would make this a lot, lot easier. If you were uh, playing uh, some really, really bad teams and other, than you know, elite level teams, it, it, those games will be fun to watch. I will admit, I'm excited to watch them.
1: It's it's probably the toughest non-conference schedule in the AAC. Yes,
0: I agree. And then they have a really tough conference schedule to go with it. Uh, I would not bet on the over. I went them over because I'm sort of projecting out that I think they might be better than they are, but I, I don't think that would be a good bet to bet on the over. It just, their schedule is tough. You don't totally know what the offense is going to look like until you see it, but uh, it will be a fun watching to see what they do. All right. Uh, moving on Navy midshipmen here, uh, I'm a little down on Navy this yeah. year. Wins at three and a half, and I actually went under. under. And uh speaking of tough schedules, theirs is very tough as well. And I I I couldn't I, I think I was being kind and giving them three wins.
1: I think Navy's probably the worst military academy school this year. Yes, uh, I I, I, so. I don't see them getting very many wins, if any wins. That's why on this schedule. I, I truly uh,
0: the only game like I had to give them at Temple. And I think I gave them like East Carolina and stuff like that.
1: I don't think they but get those. you,
0: you can't, I can't honestly say, I think they're going to win that. I didn't want to be like, Oh, I think maybe going to go winless. So I was kind and was like, if they're humming, I think they're, their peak might be three wins and that's still under. So like I was talking about East Carolina where I wouldn't do that bet. I think they only have three maximum wins on their schedule. I would bet Navy on the under here. Yeah, year.
1: for sure. I'm not big on this team at all. I don't think they've got anything clicking, in. it could be the last year for old Ken and Coach.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I kind of like, a long time. Yeah, I know. I like Ken. He probably should have taken the bigger job when he was rolling with the the Navy going undefeated. But uh, anyway, I, I just don't think they have the you know talent to really match up this year and you know those teams always struggle a little bit on defense mm-hmm. and if they don't have those explosive uh, sort of skill vision option guys they begin to really really have some trouble all right we'll move to south florida jeff scott's second year there their win total sits at three and a half uh my comment is just okay too awful i don't think they're quite there uh they're in a very difficult conference, which isn't going to be kind to you to sort of work and feel things out. And their schedule is very difficult.
1: I've got one win on their schedule. Yeah, that's uh, it. I've got the beating Florida AM at home, and that's it. Yeah. I, I, I They maybe can sneak in, maybe uh, at East Carolina or at Tulane. That's what? Uh,
0: much like Navy. Yeah. I gave them three wins, but that was saying they win all those sort of games where they match up. Uh, They could be hovering around one, two, Mm -hmm. Uh, like three wins would be a max out. You know, I I might've given them like a Tulsa home game, a Temple home game that they might could sneak out. But honestly, speaking of teams that might start off like one and seven, other than FAMU, I I don't think they're winning at NC State, Florida, at BYU, at SMU, you know, then they have Tulsa and then Temple i that's you know
1: i mean the only one i see them as favorites is florida yes the others there's some they have a chance in but they're not they're not favored by the
0: time they get to tulsa there and if tulsa's you know four and four something like that they're going to be favored uh south florida will be you know one and six and you know you just don't know where their heads Well, and then
1: you got to get the kids yes what's their motivation at that point
0: so uh both Navy and South Florida, I, I think those would be very, very good bets on the under there because I like maxed out their wins and they were still coming on the under. And I think that's sort of the, uh, the the best way to bet on things. If you think a team maxes out on a number and they're still under it, I, I really, really would ride that. So I, I think Navy and South Florida just become the whipping boys of the AAC. And speaking of... AAC whipping boys Timble, three wins uh their o-line is good that's about all I could say on them they're they're sort of totally retooling from uh a, a good run I'd say and they've had a you know a probably about I think about a five six year good run uh they were really bad last year but um, yeah. Well, they had a
1: lot of last-second cancellations yes. and rescheduling, and, and they they were one of the teams that really struggled yes. with COVID. And actually going back to, to uh, Navy struggles, they yes. had a really tough time, too, uh, and then a uh, weird decision not to yes. tackle in practice. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think Temple uh, kind of caught a bit of the uh, COVID bug, so to say, where it just really ruined their season. Yes. I don't think they necessarily uh, – talent-wise, should have had as big of a drop-off no. as they did. Uh, so I've really got them hovering right around these three wins. I I pushed. I, I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I think, uh, I think they can win of it. Of the Ak-
0: bottom uh, three te- three teams that we just talked about, I think Temple's probably the best one. Well, and their best. schedule's probably yes. the most favorable. And it's the kindest. They,
1: they've got Akron and Wagner. I think I, those are <laughs> two wins you can go ahead and give them. So really, you're looking for one well, more yes. to get the push.
0: And that's what I, I, I was talking about, those – Home games for Temple. I- I'm not joking. Those nooners, I think you found it out a couple times yep. last year. But it's like, don't do that. They play in the Eagles stadium. No one is there. It's noon. Half the people are not even awake. And all of a sudden, Temple's up 17 to nothing. And you're trying to get back in the game in the fourth quarter. with Everything's finally waking up. But uh, so I-, I-, I pushed right at three.
1: Interesting to see that Rutgers yes. game.
0: Uh, the Rutgers game it used will to be Big East. Yes, uh, well, <laughs> Big East bad, but uh, I, I, I think I worked my way to where they could maybe get to four wins, maybe if uh, things broke really, really I, well. I, I, would, I wouldn't touch it. But of the teams on the bottom, I think this would be the one that has the best chance. Yeah, I think
1: I I would lean towards the over here, uh, but I'm hovering right around that three line.
0: Uh, Also, uh, 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 their O-line is really good. I think their D-line could be better than it's thought to be. And, uh, you know, those Temple teams that have been good controlled both O and D-lines. So if they can find that, you know, uh, they might be able to sneak a couple wins and go on this over on three. All right, that's the AAC. That's all of yeah, uh, let's get a champion out of the AAC. I'm curious, oh. a lot of teams hovering around here.
1: Well, I already told you the championship matchup. Yes. I, I think it's going to be UCF and Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, I still like the value of Houston at the 1400 to, to maybe get there, but if I had to pick two to be there, it's going to be UCF and Cincinnati. And I actually like UCF to win it. Do all. you like? UCF?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna go throw Houston out there there you go as much as I dislike Dana Holgerson he'll probably lose the last game to whoever they're playing probably some horrible rival SMU (laughs) do they play Rice the last game of the season I don't know somebody's gonna come in there and upset them and screw me over but uh I, I I'm leaning towards Houston uh but uh I really think Cincinnati, Central Florida, Houston, all really, really good teams. Should be a fun conference to watch. Uh, Be sure to join us next week. We're getting into the Pac-12 and the Mountain West. You know I love me some Mountain West football. Pac-12, I'm a little more (laughs) iffy on, but I think you found you liked the Pac-12 last year. Yeah, I
1: I think I've made a lot of picks in that conference.
0: Mm, Yes, I know. You're a a Pac-12 junkie all of a sudden. But be sure to join us next week as we continue our preview series. We'll begin our NFL previews. AFC East, NFC East tomorrow with Achilles Reign. Be sure to watch us on the Green Light Network for all our shows. More and more content will come out as we get closer to the football season. Soccer season about to kick off. How about that messy nose?
1: Make sure and subscribe (laughs) to get notifications on all our new videos when they drop.
0: Definitely so. I'm Champ Chesterfield. This is Dynamite David. That's our show, and we're out. Greenlight Network presents football time.